Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Team on Tour's Real Football Stories. Thanks to those of you who have listened to the first couple of episodes and decided to come back for more. Uh, and to those of you who are discovering the podcast for the first time, I think you've picked a great moment to do so. Because episode 3 is going to be a really good one. It's a brilliant story that's well worth knowing. Now before we get into it, I'm just going to take the unusual step of giving you a quick Spanish lesson related to a few things that come up in the podcast. Now I've been here for so long now that I sometimes forget to translate things that not everyone might know. And it was only when I listened back that I thought that this might be helpful. So this is mainly in relation to the different teams that are part of a football club in Spain. So you've got the Senor B, which is the B team or reserve team. The Cantera is the word for the youth academy. And the youth academy is typically made up of juveniles, which are 16 to 18 year olds, cadetes, 14 to 15 year olds, infantiles, 12 to 13 year olds, and alevines, 10 to 11 year olds. So these are all mentioned in the episode. That should stand you in pretty good stead. Here we go. Enjoy. It was just a few short weeks ago that I was here at the Estadio Antigua Canodromo filming a video about a fantastic lower league club in Madrid called Betis San Isidro. And I had such a great time and people were so captivated by the story that I've come back to hear it in more detail from the horse's mouth. I'm here with Pablo Rojo, the main man at the club. Uh, So if you watched the video, you will remember that Pablo presented me with a season ticket, uh, with a replica club shirt, which I am wearing tonight. I'm basically wearing everything green that I could find uh, in my wardrobe. Uh, And, you know, I didn't get anything from Florentino when I went to Real Madrid. Uh, So, Pablo, he's got a lot to learn from you. Um, Now, I'm a simple man, so it's very easy to buy my affection. So, Dundee United, I'm sorry. Betty San Isidro is now my new footballing love. Uh, and Pablo and I have even created a hashtag to celebrate this hashtag Scotch and Betis. All I'm missing is a, a bottle of whiskey. I should have taken some whiskey with me uh, tonight. Sorry, Pablo. So we're sitting in a lovely office in the stadium. Uh, so thank you very much, Pablo, for inviting me back. Now, I've referred to you as the main man at Betis San Isidro, but I imagine that's not your official title. Uh, what is actually your official title in the club? Hello, uh, welcome to Betty San Isidro, like always, your new home. And uh, you're right, my, my official title is the uh, general director of mm. Betty San Isidro. That is a trick because we have only eight people working for the club. Okay. So be the, the general manager of eight people is not that cool that you, should be you're, you're the most important one right uh, yeah we are we are a team we are a team and all of us has a very focused work and job and everyone is indispensable to to work here yeah okay uh, so what what does your job actually involve wow <laughs> this is a cool question because we come from three teams the last year so now I am spending all of my time in take care of the club in general terms. Yeah. I'm taking care of the the small kids, uh, the first team, the contributors, the <laughs> everyone, everything, everyone. Yeah, yeah. You're a busy. But, you're a busy man. Exactly. But uh, I am not working daily in the in the stadium because yeah. I have another job, of course. Uh, I am hiring people to be here during all the year. Uh, Okay, so you said uh, you came from three teams and now you have 13, is that right? Yeah, yeah. 13. And we have another three teams, that is the veteran ones, the blind team and the syndrome down people. That yeah, the down, down syndrome team, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come to the blind team and the down syndrome team uh, a little bit later on because it's a really fascinating story uh, for me. Now, now you are the general manager, but you've had other roles at the club before in the past, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I am from Real Betis because I was playing in Betis San Isidro when I was seven, I guess. Okay. I started wow. at six in Escuela de Fútbol de Carabanchel. But uh, the second year, I don't want to be with my brother in the same team. <laughs> so I changed to Betis San Isidro. And I stayed from seven to 22, 21. Okay. 21. Wow. Yeah. My first year in senior. Mm. So I passed for all the categories. Uh, I played with all the players at the end because I was in the first team. 
but uh, I got not bad luck because I want I wanted to be here, but I was 17, 18, and I was in the same team, the first team. I I was still juvenile, hmm. but I was, in my opinion, with the best goalkeeper ever in the history of Betis and Isidro. Okay, that was Javier Bielsa. That is a right. fantastic goalkeeper. Yeah, and uh, no relation to Marcelo. No. <laughs> and the worst thing is that in the 90s, uh, the people or the general managers, uh, coaches, didn't sp- speak everything with the, with the players. Yeah, so no one explained it to me that I was there for the future okay. because I was 17 and the other guy was 35. But in fact, I, I played like two or three games. Okay, and you and wanted to play yeah, every game I when moved, you're 17, right? out. Yeah, yeah, I moved yeah. out and went to Preferente and other teams. And yeah. Am I right in saying, I'm, I'm right in saying you, you were a goalkeeper. You told me this, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. right. So you were a player until 2022? Where did you go after? Uh, I went to Zofio. That was playing in Preferente in mm. the Zofio Stadium. Okay, so yeah, Prefer- Preferente, for those of you who have watched my videos, I've done a couple of videos from Preferente, which is like the fifth fifth tier of Spanish football. Yeah, yeah. in that, in that ages was completely different because uh, we, di- we weren't searching for category, but you know, the people from these categories found you... Uh, to your father's home and say, hey, I want to hire you to play with my team in Preferente. But okay. the players wasn't searching for the teams. Um, it's not like today. It's definitely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. playing there because it was close to my home. I have a lot of friends there. They were playing Preferente. That was okay for me. And was okay. After the, the, that year, I went to Orcasitas too. And the next year in Preferente, too, and I was training with third division too, and then I moved to Leganés, and then I moved to Seville because okay. I want of to course. be in Seville for five years to watch every weekend my team. Uh, yeah, uh, it's preferente a lot of years playing around that. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. And but you were always dreaming of coming back to to Betis San Isidro. Yes, the time. <laughs> it's it's a crazy story. It's a crazy story. To be honest, I, I could. Could be here with you for five, six hours. Oh, that's okay. Eh? As soon, okay, <laughs> me too. We have the dinner there, so we just no order problem. pizza. Yeah. But you know, yeah, we have no bar in the, in the stadium yet. So, uh, yeah, it was very funny because after five years, I moved to to Madrid again, and I was walking around the neighborhood, and I meet the actual president, Roman, the guy with the mustache. Um, and I asked him, "Who are you? What are you doing?" Uh, yeah, the club is close to disappear because we are oh really yeah okay. yeah this was five years ago in 2014 mm. and i say okay I, I will try to help you you know i am i am the commercial director of my com- company that is a multinational so i have a lot of experience yeah. managing teams and and people so i say okay i, I will try to help you uh, training the goalkeepers of the first team once per week, right. one hour. Okay. So now, four years and a half later, I'm spending seven days, 24 hours dedicated to Betis and Isidro. Because as soon as I arrive, I, uh, I don't feel guilty, but I feel bad mm. when you come back and see that everything is a mess. Uh, they are around 65, 75 years old. So yeah, we have yeah. no website, we have no nothing, Facebook, yeah. no Instagram, no Twitter. So as soon as I arrived, uh, I started to to train the the team. But in that year was the year that we again come back to Preferente. But five, uh, five uh, dates before the end of the league, the coach of the senior B dismissed. So in the same season, I started to train the senior B with ah, yeah. no confidence by the president. I said, hey, Pablo, you must to help us. I know that you yeah, told me that it was once per week and, you know, but this is something <laughs> that no, we cannot handle. So I say, okay, uh, we were in second regional, but we went to third regional. I, I arrived at 
and the last five dates, I, I, we won like three games, but it was impossible. So after the season, I say, oh my goodness, I cannot leave these guys alone again in third yeah. regional. Yeah, so, third, third regional, I think is, let me count last. it, I might need to count this on my fingers. Is that eighth? I think it's the eighth, yeah, eighth it's level. The last. Yeah, something the last. like that. There is, there is nothing after that. <laughs> it's, <yeah. laughs> it's the desert. The sun. <laughs> but now it's very competitive. Seriously. You, you have yeah. at least six, eight teams that will compete, mm. like second division, third, second regional, or third. But I say, okay, I, I cannot leave these guys uh, because they were crying. I know, Pablo, you must to be here the next year. No, I have no time. But finally, I took the team and uh, we come back to second regional in one year. Yeah. So we have first team, second team. This is four years and a half before. So and the juvenil and cadete. We okay. have four. So some of these teams, yeah. Yeah. And that year we lost cadete because we have no stadium. Yeah. We, we lost the juvenil too, but we make the female team that okay. was one of the projects. The female project. team, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, we consolidate the senior B that is something very important to us because they were like 20, 19, 21 years so, so the future, the future of course yeah. so in one season we were competing with Union Deportiva Usera that now okay. is in Primera Regional and yeah we started to make the things so I, w I started to come here for three times in a week two hours and Sundays too so I, I pass from once per week, one hour to four days, full week, and eight hours. And, so, now, and now you have a now you have a bed, a mattress here, yeah, and, a, and yeah, a pillow. You know, yeah, because <laughs> in my home I have no. You're never there. <laughs> you know, my wife <laughs> left me out. So, <laughs> by the uh, way, that was the start. The whole I I went crazy with my team, and I started to work for him. We changed the. Everything we change everything, and I promised the president that in five years, and this is the five year, yeah. we have a stadium, we have a lot of kids, uh, and finally we were lucky, but we are here. So yeah, it's hard hard work though. That's yeah, that's it. That's, that's the key, isn't that's it? That's true. So you were you were also a coach. Do you do you do any coaching now? No, <laughs> no, no. Do no, you no. miss do you miss coaching or do you miss playing? Yeah, I miss. Coach the Betty San Isidro first team yeah. by pleasure, and I will explain. The last year again, I am the the man just because again the first team coach dismissed. So, so I was fired. Must, was dismissed. Yeah, yeah. Was dismissed, and I must to take the first team. Yeah. I have the second team in. Promotion place. In the promotion place. Yeah, yeah. so uh, my dream to take this team to uh, Primera Regional, yeah. the second team, was there. But at the eighth journey date, I guess, uh, they were no longer here, so I must to go there. What was the big, big issue that the other coach make a team only for him, you know? Okay. So it was very complex to manage, but finally we saved the category in... Three dates you avoided relegation, yeah, yeah, Brilliant. with a crazy team, plenty <laughs> of senior B players and juveniles. Too. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, because the first team wasn't confident, like a mix, I say, mix of players, yeah, yeah. I prefer to play with my guys, and it's yeah. the future of Betty San Isidro. So they were all the way to play in Primera Regional with a problem, they yeah. won a lot of games. I'm sure they learned a lot from the, yeah, from so the experience too, as well, yeah. So my dream is come back to a well-organized Betty San Isidro with another daman here that yeah. is ask me for things and come back to, to train. But at this very moment is the less important thing of the club, honestly. Um, You've got many other things to, yeah, to worry about absolutely. at the moment, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and we have a fantastic coach in the first team, a fantastic coaches team. So we are safe there and... We have patience, you know, we have no hurry. And I know that the guys are suffering, but they are improving every week. They are playing better, better, better. It's a very young uh, team. Young team, I remember you said Absolutely. that to me when yeah. I saw you last it's, time. Yeah. Uh, from 18 to 22, 23, we have two players of 26, but we, we want to merge the senior A with senior B and make a competitive team for the future, come back to preferente. 
but stabilize it not yeah. only for hiring people don't pay no we have with the team uh, uh, a good quality players compromised with Vede San Isidro because yeah. we are giving to them everything and we have yeah. nothing and they are starting to understand that the future of the team and the club is around this way the future is bright yeah future is green in this case <laughs> um, now you're, you're from Madrid yeah. uh, and I remember you told me that most of your family are Real Madrid supporters but you're a Real Betis fan how did how did this happen? <laughs> yeah this is because Betis and Isidro when I was eight I don't remember well but it's embarrassing but it's okay <laughs> I was eight and I was playing in Cotoruelo with a Real Betis cap and a small, wasn't a teddy bear, but okay. pretty similar, uh, wearing green and white that my grandmother weighed to me, and I put close <laughs> to the the goal. And it was like, a, for, good, for good luck? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good luck, child. So the people start to ask me, and the, the cap was Real Betis, of course, because we have no Betis and Isidro. I will show you one day, because it deserves. It's okay. like... Brilliant. I was wearing in 80s, but probably it is from 60s. Okay, <laughs> so right, so okay. it's like Peaky Blinder, yeah, <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of cap. So that was the start. And yeah, of course, I empathize with Real Madrid and Atletico de Madrid yeah. because my uncle is Atletico de Madrid fan too. Them, yeah. But yeah, I started to say, no, I am from Betis. I am from Betis. No, but your first team, I'm from Betis. And... I moved to Seville finally to to be to be there. With so the team. this this is probably a stupid question, but I guess when you were in Seville, you had a season ticket. Yeah, you went every week to see. To I, see I was very lucky because was not lucky, of course, but uh, Real Betis went to Segunda División yeah. that year. When yeah. I arrived, imagine you move from Madrid to Seville to watch every weekend, and. At the end was the best notice ever for me because I meet all the people, the real, real Betis supporters, like hardcore supporters, yeah, playing right? in second division. I remember different games, but 5 p.m. versus Huesca, 45 degrees. Imagine one o. I would, I would score. be dead in 45 degrees. Yeah, yeah of course. My of Scottish course. skin is not of made. Not made for that. <laughs> not me, but we 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 may manage it with beer and everything. I was young, of course, and I was crazy. I not only went to my home uh, games. I yeah. went to 16 from 18 outside away, away games. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. I spoke about this uh, in the first podcast with Leicester about. Uh, you know, away supporters in Spain. Yeah. Because it's not a big, big thing in Spain compared to maybe in other, in no. other countries. No. In Betis, um, yeah. is, I think, is one of the clubs that has more of a away following, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But as far as you know, Andalusian people were moving exactly. out yeah. of places. So in Catalonia, you will find probably the second group of supporters, the bigger supporters, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 But you will find in Madrid that when we are like 12, 15 uh, different groups, yeah. uh, of course, it's a, it's a friendly team, of course, or you love it or you hate it. But if you don't care, you love it. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I think I mentioned this in the, in the video. I think that the people who are not supporters, Real Betis supporters, they, they like the colour, they like the passion yeah. of the supporters. And I think exactly. Exactly. Uh, people so it's a it. friendly team. and you so quite find... a fun team, I think, to, to yeah. follow and to watch yeah. uh, playing uh, as well. Um, do you go to Seville now to, to watch matches Not from much. time to time? You know, uh, as you can imagine, uh, I made once this year, but yeah. I made uh, Real Madrid. Every time that they come here, I want to, to visit for sure. I will yeah, invite yeah. you with my tickets because I have a group. And oh, what a guy. Leganes, but probably it's one of the most boring games ever <laughs> because the last four years was terrible and always with a loss, but unless you will have color and beer and everything, but in fact, I visit all the games that I, they come to Madrid, and of course, once, two, three, four times per year, I try to to do in Seville for sure. Amazing! Amazing. I'm lucky because I left my warehouse in Seville. Ah, yeah. So I can put an excuse and say, okay, I visit the guys in Seville. 
Oh, what a surprise! We have game in Seville, so for me it's easy. I yeah. see what I yeah. see what you did there. I yeah. see what you did there. Well played, well played. <laughs> I went there, but I maintained the warehouse. So, yeah, <laughs> <That's it's> <laughs> now, apart from the recent Segunda title wins, I think Betis have won the Segunda twice in the last yeah ten years, more or less. They also won the Copa del Rey in two thousand and five. I think the final was in Madrid. In fact, yeah. against Osasuna, right? Within Galeron. I guess you were there. Yeah. Yes. How still alive? Is still you, is you survived. Answer. Okay. I survived. <laughs> right. yeah. How did you feel seeing your 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 team win a trophy for the for the first time? Yeah, that is the most crazy things that you will have. Of yeah. course, when you you have a, the last year, for example, we have the final of the Copa del Rey in our stadium, and Sorry. we were pretty close. Oh, so semi-finals, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, with Valencia and. Yeah, it's, it's something. It's something. The Real Madrid, Atlético, even Atlético de Madrid or, or Barcelona, will never, never, never uh, spare experience. Experience, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it's crazy. It's like this year, for example, a Real Madrid supporter will not care about the Real Sociedad, but I can promise you that the people from Seville were completely crazy during the last two weeks for Valencia game. Yeah, because we won, but if you lost. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Betis, Betis supporters say that they are very loyal, uh, but in the last few years, I did it. How, how the people is complaining about everything? Uh, they they finish the stadium, they change everything. You started to compete. You go to UEFA Champions League. Uh, you made a lot of things, but they forget that you were playing in Segunda for the last five years, for mm. example. So I understand them. But it's the same like Betis San Isidro for me, of course. Uh, Betis San Isidro will be in second division for sure. And we have the stadium, of course. We yeah, have yeah. the tickets. The, the government will help us. We have a new patrocinator. So yeah, this sponsor, is my yeah. dream, you know. But I, I must be responsible that what is happening now. And I put my hand on fire and I say that the people is working on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe you are lucky, maybe not. This is soccer or football. So so. You don't manage and you don't take care of everything, you know. It's, that's my point of view. Yeah, and yeah. unless in Betis and Isidro, that I am the general manager, this is my idea, and I will uh, build the the club around this uh, idea, of course. How were the how were the, the celebrations after the cup final? Do, well, you, do you remember? <laughs> no, remember because I was young. You've seen the you've seen the photos. Yeah, <laughs> so, but unless we have no cell phones, so unlucky. <laughs> But you can imagine. I am from Madrid. The final is in Madrid. So all the people from Andalusia is in my city, close to my home, because I was in Vicente Calderón. So okay. I opened my home. I will show you later a few pics, uh, private pics, of course. <laughs> okay. How my fridge was completely okay. full. And I have like eight people in my home. Okay. For yeah. the, so the experience was complete. Yeah. I, I can explain. I can explain that I still remember the previous final when Figo 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 made the game of the uh, I remember yeah f- yeah. yeah I Let's remember about it. yeah I remember that much better than the the winning but by the way of course the, the experience I moved to Seville during the celebration to oh, amazing amazing crazy. okay because uh, you have your uh, Betis supporters group in Madrid don't you? Uh, how, how often do you meet? Do, I guess you do you meet every weekend to watch the games? Once per month. Once a month. We make a forum. Okay. Yeah. A forum that we invite uh, famous people, ah, like yeah. for example, Serra Ferrer or uh, oh, Gordillo. Yeah. We invite one famous people that is uh, linked with the Betis, Real Betis, or Betis San Isidro. Mm-hmm. The last forum was the blind team of Betis San Isidro. Oh, so everything that uh, has something white and green is well well invited and it's well received well invited. yeah of course okay because one, one of the matches I really want to go to in Spain that I haven't been to is the Seville Derby uh, I guess you, I guess you've been to many yeah many Seville Derbies I was there um, what what is it about the Seville Derby that is so special between the two teams do you think yeah the the experience is completely different why it's the, best, it's the best derby in Spain, right? And probably in I Europe think, or something like that, Europe. yeah. Because yeah. when you are living there, uh, when you lose a derby, you have like six, eight, nine months that you will be suffering all kind of jokes, stupid things. 
jokes, more jokes, more jokes in your daily, daily, because there in Seville, you have Betis or Seville. So if you go to have breakfast, the weather could be Sevilla or Betis. You, you will see in the face. So that uh, competition is growing every day, every hour, three weeks for the derby, three months for the three months for the life, the derby, you will see. It's the, the game of the year. I remember well that we have different coaches that in the press, they say, I know that if I lost the derby, but I went on five, six, I am out. And yeah, it's yeah. probably is true. The yeah. worst thing is probably is true. So it's better to finish a little bit lower yeah. in the league, but win the two derbies. Sure. It's, it's Remember better, the yeah. five goals that Betis scored in Sanchez Pizjuan? Yeah, like two years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, they, your your season is end because yeah. not only nine months until until the, the new game, game, you need to wait one season. Imagine in European competition or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the whole it's crazy. summer as yeah. well. Just like, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> must be must be horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, in my video on Betty San Isidro, I told the story about the club uh, that was founded in 1931. Yeah, uh, by a group of Betty supporters who moved to to Madrid. What relationship does Betty San Isidro have now with Real Betis? Okay. We have a contact, of course, throughout the forum uh, because we invite people that is actually working in Real Betis of players. So we have a lot of details, and like the T-shirt, for example, that when we are going to the hotel to receive the player with the youngest players, yeah. they sign the the boots or the T-shirt, whatever they want. But in fact, actually, they are giving us the away. Team T-shirts, mm -hmm. yeah, and shirt. So our second away uh, T-shirt is always, yeah, yeah, yeah. always Real Betis. Yeah. We have the blue one, the green one. So we are wearing okay. with the with the um, the crest. Yeah, everything that is the official for for Real Betis. What we are developing or we are trying to develop is the first uh, Real Betis school. Mm in Spain and probably will be here in Madrid and probably will be doing by someone that is wearing green and white and playing Madrid in a big stadium. Yeah. So that is the plan. But as far as you know, Real Betis is changing a lot of things right yeah. now. So it's not the best moment to push because they are in crazy moments too. But uh, yeah, we are. We have contact. We have all the phones, uh, the WhatsApp. So we are have a con direct contact because my relation, you know. So I was there for a long, long time. It's a crazy experience that uh, that I have. So so the people ask me. So it's it's not famous, but it's popular between them because they are one team. This is not one team. This is Betis. This is not one team. Yeah. This is 88 years. What do you think it's about incredible. that? Yeah, because yeah. I think it's, it's, the, it's one of the oldest clubs in Madrid, isn't it? Six. Six, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I tried to update the Wikipedia today, but I cannot. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, it's the six, only with Real Madrid, Atlético de Madrid, eh, Legane, no, Carabanchel, Leganés, Rayo Vallecano y Betis San Isidro. Wow, yeah. that's, that's impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. In the whole Madrid, you have Alcalá, you have another teams that are from 29, I guess, 28. But yes, 6, 10 is the same. 88 years, I don't care about 250. This is not a ranking, but the history is something that you cannot buy. Of course. At this very yeah. moment, you have a lot of investors, you have a lot of money around the clubs. There are people that is offering money for players. Just that Football has changed so much. Yeah, in that Primera Regional. So yeah. we are, for me, this is a hobby. You know, yeah. I have my own company. So uh, what I want to do is something that uh, helped me to feel better. And I have the same experience that I have. The people that I am right now, with more or less success is because of Betis San Isidro. Because yeah. when I was I was playing, sorry, uh, I meet 22 new friends every season. And the people that now is in, with me coordinating this is, uh, for example, Hector, that is the player that most games played in Betis San Isidro okay. in the history. And now is the um, uh, sport director 
for the not for cantera but just for first team second team and okay. females and juvenil and roman is the president and was my coach when i was so ah, I, right. the, yeah the people that is working with me it's now is family isn't yeah it? of course of course and it's the key because i cannot be in every place so for us we are trying to establish very clear what are the the rules that we have in the club um well, I think that's a really interesting uh, comment because I was going to ask you actually, in terms of the rules or the identity, what what is the the, the Betty San Isidro identity for you? Yeah, yeah, I will, <laughs> I will explain you something. The the scream before the game for Betty San Isidro is like always a lot of people making crazy before we start the game, but uh, who we are, quién somos, Betis. Que somos, what we are, what are we, yeah. a team, equipo, B yeah. e, equipo, eh, que prometemos, what we promise, trabajo, yeah. bet, sí. Sí. ilusión <laughs> yes. y sacrificio, okay, work, so like, ilusión and sacrifice. Yeah, like excitement and sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. because uh, this is something that I try to explain to everyone is that First of all is your family. The second is your job, your work, because if not, it's impossible that you can make your life. And third is Betty San Isidro. And if we are doing the things right, at the end, the family and Betty San Isidro will be the same. So yeah. probably you will start in two steps. What are the rules? In 88 years, uh, Betty San Isidro has no fights, for example, no games suspended, it's something that no one asked me before, but the biggest responsibility is not manage the club, it's manage about the history. You and me can buy one club in third division and start to put money, 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 money without identity, and we will see what happens in second division, first division, second B, or, or even nothing, like Puerta Bonita in the, in the past, for example. It's not a big example, but it's something that happened, and you cannot forget it, of course. So, in my humble opinion, because I am only four years dedicated to to football, uh, the the most important thing is educate the people. You know, I know that is difficult because, for example, this year we have very new random teams and we we cannot select the guys but we are trying to help them to understand what we are doing that the victory or loss is not the most important if you check the the social media we have no no score for cantera okay we don't care we don't care we don't care and we have teams that are third place fourth place so it's not because we lost every game it's because I don't care. It's like other values that you yeah, need to teach I don't care. The, the player, if the young you, players. If you come on one Saturday, you will see the youngest people that they take the hand of the other team, they go to the middle, say hi, 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 yes. The, at the beginning of the season, I must to stop one game because uh, the parents were screaming and say something okay. to the referee and say, okay, this is stop. This is my stadium and I will not uh, support the, this kind of influences uh, because I don't care about the referee, maybe, but I care about your son. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not mine. It's, you know, I have 225 sons now, but, yeah, yeah, of course. you know, for, for me, it's something that, that, that I will not... Uh, you won't accept it, right? Yeah, of course. I think, you, I think that for me is something that's really admirable because you see, you know, you watch television, you watch football on the television and, you know, the the players at the top level are really quite a bad example in a lot of situations for, for younger players. So uh, I think it's really great to see a club that's trying to teach these values and... Okay, we are winning trying. Is, winning is great. We winning are trying. Is great. You want to win, but there's also other the other exactly. side as well, exactly. which I think is exactly. is brilliant. Yeah. By the way, we lost all the categories when we have no juvenil, cadete, infantil. So we are com- starting in the low, exactly. low, low rank. But we, again, we don't care because this is a middle age, middle age, no, middle time project. And so it's like a starting it, yeah. point, like yeah. looking for the towards yeah. the future. And yeah. the worst. The worst thing is how, how the people is uh, coming to watch the, the games, you know. Sometimes it's like, wow, if they were playing the Copa del Rey or Champions League, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. care. Um, it's our work and it's slow and sometimes we will see the final results. But at this very moment, it could be frustrating because mm. 
you know, at this very moment, as soon as you explain to the people, they say, no, but we lost. Yeah, but we lost. But, you know, this, for example, we have a very strict policy of the minimum quantity of minutes that you must play. All oh, right. Yeah, for okay. sure. I, yeah. If you must, if you lost the game, I don't care. I told you, I am the, you say, I am the general manager, don't care. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. But you are teaching the children, you are making something different, make, making something big, that in the future you will be proud of what you are doing now. And my experience, I try to explain to the youngest coaches, you, in the future, you will not care about the six, play eight or nine. But when you were on the street and the, the players say, hey, Rudy, how are you? Pablo, <laughs> hey, how are you? This is feel, uh, yeah, it's something that you must do experience. You know, yeah. when, when you and the guys, thank you, thank you, because I don't understand at that moment, but now I understand. And this is something. I'm, we are from Carabanchel. So right now we have 225 players that are people, that are children that were on the street. And this year I started to play soccer in Betis San Isidro. That is the, the best budget uh, that you can have. The yeah. number of children or guys that are playing in Betis San Isidro. Oh, fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, you, I wanted to ask you about, you mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, okay, you mentioned the women's team. You also mentioned the, the blind team and the Down syndrome team. Uh, you sent me a photo this week uh, yeah. about the, some members of the blind team who were representing Spain uh, in the European Championships, yeah. I think it was. And they Poland, won, didn't they? Yeah, they won. Yeah. So Betis and Isidro have a European champion national team, yeah. That's amazing. Um, how, does, how does blind football work? I have wow. never been to watch a blind football game before. Wow, it's completely amazing. It's awesome. <laughs> it must be, yeah. <laughs> so the the first thing, the first moment when, when we went to visit them before the European Champions, I went with the vice president, that is Gregorio, that I introduced you before. Yeah, yeah. And I was like this with my open mouth during 90 minutes that was completely crazy completely crazy i strongly recommend you that if, to understand what you are doing when when you are complaining about nothing because if you put in relevance it's nothing or or problems or daily problems are absolutely nothing if you compare with people that i go inside the the stadium and i wait there and <laughs> this is how i is how I saw the situation that like 20 people, 10 players and 10 helpers with the hand, introducing them into the grass. As oh, soon as the they, pitch, yeah. yeah, as soon as they started to, to play, that was completely crazy. They were playing like you or me or with, I, I'm I, sure they're much better than me. Wow, well, of course. And me too. And <laughs> much, me too. Much better. It's, absolutely crazy i strongly recommended you i will invite you for sure but it's it's impressive because you can see the superation uh, and how they were working from january four times per week yeah. training to the european champions in Amazing. poland and no one helped them no one uh, give ideas to them so who is in charge and will say that the uh, blind soccer is not the female soccer for mm. example it's the same yeah. we are speaking about small groups and everything but think about uh, in spain like 10 15 years ago uh, the blind people were studying with blind people only yeah. and now it's mixed of course so for the society is society has moved it, forward yeah, isn't it's it? in very sense, interesting yeah. but imagine for sport it's crazy yeah. because if you are a swimmer, for example, you go to the swimming pool with you or me, we leave the guy inside the pool and then help them. But in teams, it's completely impossible. I, re I remember one history that the captain told me that is, wow, it's impressive because you will never think about that. that okay. When I was six, seven, eight, nine to fifteen, I was playing in the break in the school with soccer every day. But as soon as I went to the institute, I cannot play 
because I'm blind. Yeah. <laughs> so we were completely focused. I like that I told you the first day in help people try to reach because we were 88 years without the stadium. So this is the people stadium. Please come here, uh, tell a history, make a project, and we will help you for sure. So everyone's welcome. Everyone's part of, course, of the family, right? Of course, of course. At this very moment, we are thinking about darts too. We have darts. Team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no, no one. Yeah, and paddle too for sure. In Christmas we have okay. the first Christmas tournament paddle in Betis San Isidro. Why? Because this is multidisciplinary. This is not only yeah. soccer, or football, or whatever football, American football. I don't care. We will see the future. But we try to help the people with less resource. As I told you the other day, we have the ten percent of the player will not pay because they have a beca. Betis and Isidro Becca. Ah, yeah. Okay. And like a grant. They, yeah. yeah. And they help us with um, maintenance or okay. whatever. Ah, yeah. But they no, don't pay. The ah, family, brilliant. yeah, if they have no resource, if your parents come to here and we speak with them, okay, yeah. we have the 10% of that player, so we have 227, so 22, 23 players are not paying anything. Right. Because we know that it's impossible. I was playing in Betis and Isidro because my father has no, no money to play. My brother in Real Carabanchel, me in Escuela yeah. de Carabanchel. So yeah. Betis and Isidro, and this is something that I don't remember, but Roman, Pedro, other people, my mother say, oh, no, the Betis and Isidro help us a lot because we explain the situation. They say, okay, you can pay this, this, this. And the guy... The, the player will have the channel. So I, I don't feel never, the never. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was one more, but my situation at home wasn't good. But they helped me to play and make my dream to play. And that's it. I think f football for a kid shouldn't be about money, should it? It should yeah. be, you know, everyone should be able to play. And I think that's Yeah, but you know, about. the cost and everything, we have a... <laughs> A budget for this year in Betis San Isidro over 100,000. And this is the ideal scenario. But you have contributors, you have yeah. website. So at the end, you just because of 60 to 80,000 will be expenses of the season. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you must do, yeah, yeah, you need to, to be around 100,000 to to go ahead because if yeah. not you are done almost done, done. Yeah. 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 Um, the other team that I also wanted to ask you about was the Down Syndrome team are there are there many Down Syndrome teams uh, you know is there, is there a league are there many teams to play against no we are I, I will use the podcast to ask people to contact us okay yeah please do please because do. we are searching for teams and we have like 12 15 players but we have no opponents, we have no <laughs> nothing. So we are trying to organize. We contact the Federación and nothing. We contact the other thing, nothing. So we are thinking about develop our own league. We are organizing one Christmas exhibition too. Oh, and really? this Sunday we have the presentation. This Sunday, three one. The no, third, one. It's the one. first, the first of December. This, first, this, this uh, is going to be out after, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, but, but keep keep an eye out for next year. <laughs> uh, we have the presentation of the blind team in Canodromo. Uh, I'll put this. I'll put yeah. this on Twitter anyway. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I will do after the the interview. But yeah, it's the official presentation because they will start the league on Saturday versus Valencia. Yeah. Yeah, so we have Betis San Isidro Valencia, okay. Blind League, and Sunday they will be here just to show how it's uh, blind soccer, just before the female uh, league soccer too, just to give the people the, the possibility to visit us and meet us. Uh, Syndrome Down is complex, of course, but we have two psychologists, Psycholo yeah, psychologists yeah. Yeah, here that are helping us and the vice president is oriented to this because they have a school and you know he is working in a school so i think that is a, a good project uh, and it's again i i can only think who, who was the feeling with the blind team listen the new because they they were recorded that betis san isidro will patrocinate them in the first Sponsor, national yeah, league yeah, yeah of course we have the first derby of our history. 
in second yeah. second journey uh, yeah the second, second game of the, the, Liga, season, yeah. the Liga is uh, Betis San Isidro Sevilla Football Club here uh, yeah. in Madrid okay. so right. we will promote yeah. are the, the Betis supporters clubs coming to the, coming so. to the game I to, hope so to, to make noise when the Sevilla attack okay remember <laughs> <laughs> right. when Betis when Betis blind team attack silence <laughs> they need to concentrate <laughs> exactly <laughs> Right, well, Betis San Isidro moved to this stadium, the Antiguo Canodromo, which I always find very difficult to pronounce in Spanish. So I've been <laughs> practicing this name all afternoon. Uh, they moved here permanently in the summer. Did you, did you come here before it was a football stadium? Because before, this was like a, a dog racing track, yeah. which is what Canodromo means in, yeah. in Spanish, if you yeah. don't speak Spanish. With my grandfather's name. Yeah. Okay, because it's quite a well-known stadium, I yeah. think, in Madrid. Isn't it was, it? yeah. It's uh, probably is the if I remember well, is the third uh, stadium for Madrid because Santiago Bernabéu is from Real Madrid, but yeah. this is from the government. You know, this is six thousand five hundred seats. Oh, really? Is there yeah. so many? Yeah. I think there's so many. Okay. The total capacity maybe is 8,000, 8,000 8, right? with the whole area. Uh, we are impressed, of course. When when we asked for a stadium for Betis San Isidro, we, we didn't expect something like this. Like that's so big, right? Yeah. yeah. We, we, it's, a, it's a dream, but at the same time, it's a big responsibility because to make the random things like other teams... You know, we, we want to make something different. The people come here, feel comfortable. We are working fine with the rest of the people. Yeah. The workers here, I know that they are doing a big effort to, to put the canodromo uh, in the right place. And uh, yeah, we are the top team in senior, of course. Yeah. So it's our responsibility to take care, to invite the people, to, to, to move the installation, of course. Because uh, where, did, where did Betis San Isidro play before the Canodromo? How many, how many different stadiums yeah, did you the, play at? Uh, the grounds? first team, always in Cotorruelo, but the other teams, and 12 everywhere. de Octubre, Maris Estela, Vallecas, uh, yeah, we move everything, everywhere, every place. Imagine this is the first season that we have a lot of work planning, but the other years we have a lot of work improving, improvising. Sorry, yeah. improvising because you don't know how many teams do you have, how much is it, uh, how many hours you need in higher stadium. Uh, wow, it's, it's complex. So this yeah. is the first year that we have a lot of work, but well-oriented work in one way. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. Um, what advantages do you think? Having this stadium as like a, a permanent base will give the club. <laughs> wow, the stadium is, of course, is the best that Betis San Isidro have <laughs> because we have no stadium in 88 years. But yeah, we have a, a lot of things. For example, we have uh, a gym, a big gym, 180 meters. We have a projector room. When we are doing projecting to from first team to juvenil, uh, we have physiotherapy too. That is from Betis, of course, but we have the space to make the physiotherapy. We have uh, rooms to yeah. to. <laughs> it's something new for us. We we were always a guest. Betis and Isidro was a guest, and the strength of Betis and Isidro is that much that they survive to everything now. It's a responsibility, but everything should go in the right way, of course. Yeah, it's much easier to, yeah. to focus it now, yeah. moving forward. How many, which, which other teams play here? Um, Puerta Bonita Nuevo. Yeah. That is a mix between Nuevo Puerta Bonita and Puerta Bonita. Madrid Club de Fútbol Femenino. Yes. The Senior B and Juvenil B. Uh, the, uh, yeah. Puerta Bonita has nine teams, I guess. Uh, two from Madrid is 11 and 13 is 24 yeah it's, we have no space but yeah. uh, the three teams come with the same experience so you know Puerta Bonita is 75 years old even if they disappear and you know uh, Madrid Club de Football is playing in first division female so mm -hmm. so we have a 
experience and we will see what happens in the future, but we are working fine because we know where we are, uh, what we want for the stadium and for the both of us. So we are helping us, we are trying to do it easy. Uh, you know, we have a lot of problems outside. Uh, so, But everyone's in the same position, so everybody's yeah. looking for the same, uh, the same results in yes, the end, aren't of they? Course. So if you, if you come here on a normal weekend, I imagine there are games... Saturday, Sunday, yeah, but most, we made, most of the day, no? Yeah, from Friday to Sunday, you will see games. But we made something cool, again, that is uh, ask the Real Federación to put all the games of Betis San Isidro on the same day. So you have green and white weekends and blue and white weekends here. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But, okay. by the way... Uh, Sometimes I come here to watch the games of Puerto Bonita. Puerto we Bonita, are friends, yeah. we are neighbourhoods, so we, yeah. we must to, to work in the same way, of course. They are listening to us on the other side of the wall, so yeah. we have to say nice eh? things about them, yeah. if they, if they yeah. understand. Uh, <laughs> Beloved Puerto Bonita. <laughs> how, uh, how difficult is it for a club like Betis San Isidro, or you know, a, similar, a similar size club, to attract new fans? You've already got one, you've already got one with me. Uh, but what what are the main difficulties? I think that I should make this question to you, yeah, because you were a new fan. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you can answer. But by the way, is is a a long, long, long term uh, work? Why? Because we are lucky that we have uh, the social media. Of course, we have yeah. more than. 35,000 impacts of Twitter, for example. Oh, that is something crazy. Yeah. Something <laughs> crazy, absolutely. So we are trying to reach the people again because the, still the people is going to Cotorruelo asking for Betis San Isidro. It was like 50 years playing there, 40 or so. It's just a habit, isn't it? Yeah. 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 We are trying to move to Canodromo. Uh, as far as you know, we have no bar. So Not yet. It's, it's a it's handicap. Coming. Yeah, it's, it's a handicap, but a big handicap, I know. But, you know, will be a question of time, I'm pretty yeah. sure. As I told you before, this is not a competition. We have a big, big, big plans in my mind. That mm. is, uh, as far as you know, I can explode your head with ideas, with a project, <laughs> with work. But we are in the right way. At this very moment, we have done all the all the clothes for the players. So we have all the teams playing. We have... We are paying the referees, so the season is launched, and we start now with the with the fun and the crazy things that I really love. That we started to, for example, we have for Christmas, and this is before Christmas, yeah, yeah, okay, as we have before Christmas. <laughs> the <yeah>. last <laughs> the last game before Christmas, for example, we have a Real Madrid uh, signed T-shirt that okay. someone uh, gave to me. I don't know why. So we will make the rifa, all the school rifa, yeah. for two euros, and you know we we are starting to move the people, trying to be here and be kind. Of course, mm. this is what I told you. This is a hobby, so we don't expect a, a real hooligans, real Chelsea hooligan screaming. No, <laughs> okay. we we expect people that really love football that yeah. want to help in any way. Don't, I'm not speaking about money because, you know, we have the Beccas and all the stuff, yeah, but, grants, yeah. you know, these kind of things, for example, this is this interview is most important than a lot of money, for example, because the people will see what is the real face, the new face of the Betis San Isidro that during 88 years we have no no roots and now is the the very first year. We are very happy right now. Uh, yeah, every day here is crazy. Today is raining; uh, it's ten degrees, and, and so many the, people outside. Yeah, exactly. So many people here exactly. training on exactly. a on a wet exactly. Tuesday so, night. <laughs> if they are training, who oh, you will not be in the office, of course, making things, contacting people, reaching people. Uh, today we have a new sponsor that contact us. And that is the first time uh -huh, in brilliant. the new era. See, yeah. So for us, it's very very important. Be kind with the people, and if you love Real Bet uh, Real Betis, it would be perfect. But just in case, in case, I see how the people is from Puerto Monita or Betis San Isidro, but they are in the in the game and they stay there because you know this is this stadium was closed for five years, 
And now if you take into account, it could be like five to 700 new players here between Puerta Bonita, Betis, and Madrid Club de Football, coaches, uh, directives, uh, you know. So the stadium's like starting a new, it's like a new cycle, yeah, isn't it? A new life is it again, isn't it? And we Which have the experience brilliant. before that we know how, how everything was bad with the money. One of the most important things that I find, the situation that I find in Betis and Isidro is because Betis started to play, to pay, sorry, when they were in preferente because they want to be in third division. So you finish at eight and you have no cash. You have a very big issue with the cash flow. Yeah. And the people come and go out and you will not listen about them, but Betis and Isidro will disappear. You need to build something more yeah. step by step, step, don't you? Step by step and... Sustainable, sustainable, yeah. 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 Because if not, uh, today I'm here, but imagine that the next year I must to work in Seville or Australia or whatever. I want a club that can wait and be be alive until the century, of course. Yeah, of course not. Of it's course. not long. Of it's course. not long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, when I came to to watch the the game a few weeks ago and I spoke to you, I could I could tell just <laughs> from speaking to you for five minutes. That this was a club that really wanted to create something special, uh, both now I think also in the in the future. If you imagine the the ideal situation for Betis San Isidro in five years or ten years, what would you where would you like the club to be? <laughs> wow, uh, we have different targets. Mm-hmm. Okay, one for the club, one for the sport, of course, and one for the social. Uh, for the club, is make an structure that the people that will be here working uh, consistently and without worries, everyone is helping, and we have that base of two hundred to four hundred players, and we we are trying to develop that that kind of team. Uh, for the first team and the other categories, uh, the first team should be consistent in preference, yeah. of course. And we will see in the future for sure. We will see, but I introduce you that we will not pay. So for me, for the players, so for me, it will not be a priority being third division, second B mm. or second division for sure. No. Will be a consequence. And of course, if we are in third division, second division B, but our target is go to the century. So I will not take a decision that can force the machine or something and broke everything. I prefer to be calm, quiet, be stable. Yeah, exactly. The, that yeah. is the. But of course, the first team in preferente, the second team in primera, and juvenil in preferente primera as soon as possible. For yeah. sure, we are only one category behind the target, so it's could so be it could, could happen yeah. very soon. Yeah. yeah, and as far as I told you before. As far as you know, uh, we have a very young team. So in the future, maybe when they are 27, they are stabilized in preferente. And maybe yeah. with two or three players, one day you can play in, in third division. But this more like a dream. And I yeah. not, I'm not pretty sure, okay? Because it's a big difference between the dreams and the reality. And the reality of third division is completely different. It's like make a, a new club. Like yeah. today, we have 225. I, I am finding problems that I didn't expect. So imagine that you have no a consistent team and you know you are in third division and then disappear. Like, for example, Puerta Bonita a long, long, long years ago with second B. I prefer to be in preferente. At uh, this very moment, the priority is consolidate the teams, make A, B in every category. Actually, we have Alevin A, Alevin B. So we want to double the teams, A, B. We don't want F, H, F. no. This will not be a crazy school of... Yeah, because what I told you, I understand the motives. I understand what the other teams are doing. But I know the salaries, all the things. And at the end, you are paying because you are taking money for the side uh, and you are making more, more, more teams for another... When when I went to a stadium uh, during week and I see four teams in half uh, half the pitch, yeah, uh, it's made me made me sad. 
yeah. can understand because yeah. I told you it's around 100,000 euros that is much money yeah. it's something that is not Betty San Isidro so we will be funny with um, 20, 24 teams and the special teams that will will be some, something extra and interesting and it, this is the uh, area that we can cover in my head probably it's less but you know I am pushing the guys to to, the, to reach the targets and in the future in one year we make 15 teams imagine the next year when, when we have the campaign we have a lot of people open doors and... yeah yeah brilliant uh, right last thing uh, as a Betty's fan I wanted to ask you about three players in particular. Now, the first one is obvious. The first one is obvious. I have to ask you about Joaquin, because uh, he's kind of the, the symbol of Betis. Yeah. Is he a hero? Was he a hero of yours? It is a, it is a hero, but it was a villain, you know, because... A villain, yeah. Yeah, when, when he went to Fiorentina and Valencia, I remember perfectly that I met him in Valencia streets, and okay. I screamed to him like a uh, crazy, did you? yeah, <laughs> because I was very upset, you know. Uh, Pesetero, I remember like yesterday, uh, <laughs> I was really embarrassed. I told to him when I meet him personally, I, he don't remember, of course. Uh, Joaquin is very funny. It's uh, it's Betis, you know. His color is is skillful. He's funny. He's enjoying what he's doing. That is something that we want to do in Betis San Isidro. We don't play here to suffer. And, you know, you, we try to win all the games for sure, but we are good competitors. We, we know how to lose. We know how to make sports. That is what we are doing here. So yeah. Betis is a good... Uh, Joaquin is a good reference for us. And for the guys, for the children, they are crazy with now in the, this generation you know the facebook instagram they are following you have seen the new joke of joaquin and they were speaking about guys of six eight years old that joaquin is very he's a very entertaining guy yeah, uh, in interviews i think absolutely. yeah for sure right the last two and i know this is a bit going to sound a bit strange but i need to ask you because <laughs> people of my age uh, my generation will remember uh, a very famous computer game championship manager 97 98 and the two most expensive players in this game were Alfonso Pérez and Oli. Now, Alfonso Pérez, you know, played for Barcelona. Pérez is the white uh, boots. Is the white remember? boots. I do white remember boots, the white yeah. boots. You know, he played for. He went to play for Barcelona after. Uh, I think he was at Real Madrid. He started. Yeah, of course. At Real Madrid. And the stadium in Getafe is named after. <laughs> the stadium Alfonso in Getafe Pérez. makes no sense. Okay. Is he from there? I think he must be from yeah, anyway, Getafe. Anyway, But no he never sense, played you for know, Makes yeah, no sense. doesn't make much yeah. sense. Uh, was he? How, what, what do you remember about him playing for Betis? Uh, Alfonso was a very, very, very skillful. Very good, yeah. As soon as uh, he was playing in Real Madrid and Barcelona, so he was a top scorer and the first white boots that I remember ever. Yeah. So, so you have before they were popular, right? Yeah, yeah. We have boot uh, white, black, and red or something. Like red, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember well that Puma Alfonso was in every place because it was the first. <laughs> and he was wearing, he was, uh, you know, in, in Seville, he's not that much uh, loved. He's not loved yeah, that much. Because yeah. he moved a lot of players. Different, different clubs. He's yeah. one of the best players that uh, Real Betis has in the history. Yeah. And yeah. Oli is very funny because uh, Oliverio. Jesus Álvarez González. I'm glad you said that and not me. Uh, yeah, I'm doing because, because uh, we have Pete football here. Okay. Okay, and the name was exactly the same. When you ask me, I mean, well, why Oli? But Oli was one of the best strikers ever, you know. He yeah. started in Oviedo yeah. and then moved to the south because, you know, in the south of Spain, it's kinda better that the weather is like more Scotland, <laughs> yeah. you know. And he moved to Betis, and then he moved to Cadiz. He finished the right. the career in Cadiz. He was very skillful and very fast. You know, probably yeah. they have a lot of speed and shot, and that should be yeah, enough yeah, yeah. To, for one game. But in the other way, uh, as soon as he finished, he started to coach uh, Cadiz, Betis, 
and Oviedo. And the teams he played for. Yeah. So, yeah. Ho, so he started in Oviedo, Betis yeah. and Cadiz, and now with coaches, Cadiz, Betis <laughs> B. He yeah. only trained in Betis B and, and Oviedo. No, I had, to, I had to ask you because I remember when I was 12 years old looking at this game thinking, oh, Ronaldo, Zidane, Batistuta. <laughs> Oli. Oli. <laughs> I didn't know who Oli was. Oliverio. Well, Pablo, it's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> I'm so happy that you've invited me back uh, to discuss uh, the club and for us to find out a lot more uh, about the fantastic initiatives that you have uh, that are going on with, with Betis San Isidro. So I'm just going to repeat what I said in the video. Uh, anyone who is in Madrid, uh, come down and see Betis San Isidro playing uh, at the Antigua Conodromo. At the, which time are the games at? Uh, normally, normally at 11, the first team, um, yeah. 1 p.m., uh, the senior B. Right, Pablo, thank you so much. You're welcome, and you know, this is your home. And to the rest of the people, I hope that everyone understands what we are doing here. We are not a typical club. We don't pretend to be like that. And we will see what happens, for sure. I will keep you informed. Well, I know I told a little bit of the Betty San Isidro story when I did the video a few weeks ago, but I just feel so lucky to have been able to hear about it in such great detail from Pablo. His passion for Betty San Isidro and what they're doing comes across from the moment you meet him, and I'm sure it also has done just when you're listening to him there. So follow at Betis underscore San Isidro on Twitter to keep up to date with how the club are getting on and there will be some more news about the Blind Football Exhibition. Blind Football is amazing. The Blind Football Exhibition that we talked about because the original event was actually cancelled because of bad weather in Madrid. Really hope you've enjoyed what you've heard and please feel free to give feedback, positive or negative, because I'm new to this podcasting business and I'm basically just making this up as I go along. So remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, give a positive review if you can, and also follow the team on tour on social media. It's pretty easy to find. Speak to you next Thursday. <laughs>